I didn't know your daddy was hooping overseas. You wouldn't know yeah, watching Troy hoop. I tell you that much. <laughs> damn sure wouldn't know that. <laughs> I mean, good God, who who knew? <laughs> death and life in the tongue. It's death and life in the tongue, and lace is just destroying all type of life inside of me right now. I do appreciate that T dot because most people would not admit that in any way. So at least, you know, uh, you know, surface level, your strengths and what you could, would bring to the table, but you could definitely do it. You could definitely, you could definitely do it. T dot. Yeah, I could. You could, could definitely do it. And I know for a fact that all the stuff that you're saying that you would not do, you will for sure. will be, be the first team. one. Sign me up guys. Uh, does anybody need any help? Put me down. On the list. Yes, and that right there, and that Sign right there, up, is, guys. And lace keep making my voice sound like a white man. You need to stop. <clears throat> but that right there alone is why I shouldn't join because I am always like the first in line to be like, "Oh, I'll do something." Oh, I'll do something. Like, like, uh, that's the reason why I text y'all today. I was like, hey, man, no episode today because I haven't had the time. I've overcommitted myself to something. And so this would be something else that I had to commit myself to. I don't know if I have I the ability it. to I do respect it. it. I respect it. You could definitely do it, though. You could definitely, you could definitely do it. That's all I was saying. I ain't trying to twist your arm or nothing. I'm just telling you that you definitely, you know. I, you yo, yeah, I, I respect right that. Yeah. I, I'll be one hundred percent honest with you, though. I, I want to be just paper. I don't want to do. I don't want to. <laughs> and I will tout that joint. Niggas, niggas gonna be like Troy Paper. Yup, my show is. I'm straight paper because. Well, you are forty six years old, so I would. Right. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, first of all, I just want to say that Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated is a non pledging, non hazing organization. So, I just yes. want to throw that out. We want to throw that out. I don't know what Troy is talking about. Troy must be talking about one of these other. I don't know what he's insinuating, but <laughs> what I am insinuating <clears throat> are the uh, derogatory things that I hear about people who join after college. You gotta watch. You gotta stop watching Stump the Yard. I'm watching Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah. 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 watching Bernie Sanders. How about him? <laughs> you gotta chill, man. Uh, Stop watching that stuff. It's putting the bad. Hey. It's, it's, it's putting the bad. Stop the yard! Almost had your boy in there from the, from the Jump Street when Cass was Stop in the party it. like this. Come on, bro. Stop <laughs> it! Don't do it, Troy. Put it down, Troy. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> Maybe you're right, bro. Maybe you. Yeah. And matter of fact, on the other on the other hand, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Maybe you're in right, the, bro. In the words of Brother Walker, it's a no for me. It's a no for me. <laughs> Yo, T. I feel like he's gonna be volunteer for everything. I promise you, bro. Any alpha that's out there that's ever listened to this, once you work with a few alphas one or two times, you'll realize real quickly that you don't want to really volunteer for nothing. It could be so painful to get through doing some stuff with some alphas, bro. Because we all we all alphas, hey. we all think we got the answer, and sometimes it just be, you know, what I'm saying hell trying to get something done or put something together. So I just, you ain't gonna volunteer for everything. Trust me, you gonna mm. be like, nah, y'all y'all can have all that. Yeah, you go pick mm. and choose your spots, man. But you find you'll find generally you find something that you're passionate about that resonates with you. And I think uh, from what you present character wise there's a lot within the org that would resonate with you but again it is what it is it ain't for everybody mm. 
I would personally vote no, um, just because I already feel like we letting in too many light skinned niggas to begin with. <laughs> so, you know. I absolutely, I absolutely am voting. I'm absolutely voting no for Troy. Uh, first of all, but the thing about me, the thing about me, that first of all, I'm, I'm, in. That's I'm, exactly I'm, what I'm talking I'm, about. I got my letters, but first of all, I'm brown skin. I'm very mocha like, so let's be Look for at real. This, oh my god! Um, second if you of all, brown, second I'm of all, toasted caramel. If you brown, I'm toasted hey, caramel. I'm Wesley Snipes, black and lace mocha. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lighting, yo. It's the lighting. Hey, I'm darker than I look. Come on, bro. Big old Not caramel macchiato. Talk about some. <laughs> <laughs> Caramel drizzle. He a drizzle. He a caramel drizzle. This nigga. Ah, that's what it is, though. That's what it is. That's what it is. Hey, well, we back in this thing with another edition, another episode of Melly D's podcast. I'm your host, Melly Mel. You know, join me. We got uh, Dr. Life Coach Lace in the building. And, you know, we got your One boy, time. Boy, AKA yes, Pastor sir. Troy. What's good, fellas? Slow motion, man. We back. We back for another one. Back for another one. Slow motion is the right word, bro. I already feel like this week is dragging for some already, reason. Already, bro. The day's extra long, uh, which is terrible because daylight. And it's getting cold outside. outside. You see, I got the hoodie on. I had to turn on the heat today. Bro, it was brick out that thing today. I walked outside, smacked me in the face. I said, uh-oh, got to switch this thing up. Got to switch this thing up. Let me tell you this right now. We're going to freeze in this house before that heat come turn on. You hear me? We're going to oh, have you tripping. Least- we're going to have at least four or five layers on before that, before that heat current get turned on. <laughs> nah, forget all that. You know, I used to be like Why that is that, though, Troy? Why? why? I know why. Honestly. I know I, why he doing that. Honestly, I think it's just me being like my mama. Because gotcha. I don't care to be quite, when it when, when that heat hit in the summertime, the air come on immediately. So it ain't a matter of trying to conserve energy or anything like that or trying to save money. It's just like we ain't cold just yet, and I'm a big, I'm a bear. You know what I'm saying? I'm a bear. I generate a lot of heat, so let's not turn the heat on. I would much rather put on layers before I take off clothes. Mm. I sleep with a fan on year round. Oh, year so round. No, if I do yeah. turn on the heat in the house. I'm still gonna have the fan on, regardless. But it's also not just me here, so I gotta make the the crib toasty for the youngest. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so, bro. Toasty is where it is. I will turn the heat on immediately. As soon as the cold hit, I'm turning the heat on. <laughs> you heard. I am not walking around cold. I am not. I run my heater year round, even in the office. My space heater had that joke on in the summertime. I'm cold natured anyway. So you're nuts. That's Lace what it is. is. No, real talk. I, I am no, cold natured. So I need I need I need the heat bumping. I need to feel no toasty. Mm-mm. You might need to be committed. I'm I'm gonna call the folks. For what? For what? Because <laughs> I like to be I like to be comfortable. I like to space be comfortable. Heater, space heater in the summer. Year round, bro. Year round. I hate being cold. I hate being cold. No can do. Actually, this the wintertime is when I bring my fan into work because they turn that heat up too high. And I need I need to be cool. You acting like a six hundred pound life nigga, man, walking around with a personalized space space fan because you hot in the winter. <laughs> the office uh, temperatures do be off though. When you work in corporate America, the temperatures is one or two, on and off. That's it. They ain't got no settings, no levels, no facts. Nothing. So you gonna facts. be all the way cold or all the way hot because they don't they don't care about settings. Super. Yeah, facts. I don't know about that. I got thermostat in my office, so I don't be really. 
this guy. You I mean, I got a thermostat in my office too. So let me, I'm not, not going to hate on you. I got a thermostat in my office too. But look, when you turn that heat on, when you turn that heat on in the uh, fall, winter though, you got to turn that joint on in the middle of the day. Because I, in the past, I would make rookie mistakes and I turned the heat on at night before going to bed and then wake up congested and can't breathe. Oh, oh man. yeah, definitely yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. cold, bro. If you're going to turn on that heat, you got to turn that joint on in the middle of the day while you're at work. Yeah. Because if you yeah, do it at night, everybody's going to have a flu. Wake up snorting mucinex trying to clear that thing up. Man, yeah. that thing, you definitely <laughs> be hurting. I actually, so I appreciate fall because it's, you know, hoodie and boot season and all that type of stuff. Oh, easy. Also, Absolutely. Best season uh, of the year. Best season of the year. I actually hate fall, though, because I know that they are going to change the time and then it's going to get dark at 430. Which yeah, it's already me. dark yes, at five. Yes, so yes. It's already I dark feel, at five feel like right the now. Whole day, I mean, it is. It is. That's what I'm saying. It feel like the whole day gone. Like, you don't work the whole day. And then as soon as you get free from work, it's pitch black outside. So then you feel like, you know, I might as well just go to bed. Ain't nothing out there, no way. Early on in fall. That's right. Take it on in. Ain't nothing out there but trouble. <laughs> That's what they trouble call it. Trouble and, and bad decisions. <laughs> it feel Yo, like the forever fact T. really I... looked like he about to go go hunting for some <laughs> for some bucks is wild to me right now tonight, man. <laughs> like this man got on full <laughs> camo gear, yo. T. Dot just a hood country nigga, bro. Rep your set, T. Dot. Don't let this nigga yeah, talk to you like that. that Look, I, I don't want no smoke. I ain't even mad. Don't let I ain't even mad. Like that, bro. The crazy part is, I, I am no from smoke. the country, but I've I've yet to go hunting. I, I don't have a desire to hunt, not because I'm against it. I actually think it, it'd be really cool because I, I would really uh, deer is a great thing to eat. It is fantastic. Oh, yeah. deer, oh jerky, for sure. Yeah. Deer, exactly. all that stuff is really good. I just don't have a desire to wake up and be in the cold dumb early in the morning and you might not even get anything to uh, to shoot. So I, I much rather let my homie do it. He like doing it. I'll be at the crib sleeping. He'll smoke the deer. I get some deer when he finish. Yeah, I don't. I ain't doing the hunting either. I'm with you on that one, Troy. I'm not about to sit in the woods and do none of the stuff that most of them be doing to attract deer. I ain't spraying deer pee on myself or nothing like that. You're so right. I know what they be doing out there, bro. I ain't doing that. So they, I'll let them have it, and then whatever, they, whatever they bring back, you know. I'll buy something off you, but I ain't about to be out there hunting, bro. Now, Melvin, I'm not sure if you noticed, Lace over here mad quiet because... I hunt. I, I enjoy hunting. Oh, I, I know you it. hunt. Like, I know you hunt. Yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> be in the back Lace of Rising nigga Sun too on the low, Just because he be wearing fresh clothes, people think he ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Lace country, too. Dumb hey, country. I know I, I get in where I fit in, man. I'm a, I'm a chameleon, yo. I can fit in anywhere, yo. I can fit Cat in. Cat Lace be taking pictures like this with the fish. Yeah, and do. And do. And do. Fish be about this big. <laughs> I can't laugh because I did that earlier this year. But taking you was in the, the you was I deep caught. sea fishing, though. Lace been at the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Holding up perch and whatnot. Hey, you got to eat. If you want to eat, you got to get it. You got to hunt. You got to get it. Hey, Troy, real quick, because you because you dressed like David Banner tonight. When you was, <laughs> when you was, uh, 
<laughs> real quick, when you was when you was younger, nobody ever called you big country or nothing like that? Because you kind of oh, yeah, tall. Yeah. Did yeah. people ever call you big country? Or something? Yeah, okay. I got called big country. I feel like any uh, any nigga who's like six three in country gets that nickname for some reason. Definitely, I was big, definitely. I was big everything. I was um one day I wore um a red jumpsuit, a, a red sweater uh, Whoa. outfit. <laughs> Hold to, on, uh, guy. A whole jumpsuit. <laughs> it was a um jogging pants and uh and uh and a sweater. I wore a red joint to, to school. They called Pause. it Big you Red. Wore, first of all, hold on, hold on. I'm going to let you finish. You wore jogging pants and a sweater? First of all, I was a kid, okay? I wasn't <laughs> dressing myself. I'm not going to laugh too, too hard okay. at you. I had some jogging suits, We too. had That's some embarrassing. No, no, no. Dressing. First of all, time out, time out. This man didn't say jogging suit. He said jogging <laughs> pants and a sweater. That's well, different. Well, when I said jogging suit, you paused me, so I had to explain it. So it was a jogging suit. It was, you know, sweatpants. Okay. And the, for the record, and let's, the, for the record ex- explain your jogging suit, because I think that Lace has a different picture of jogging suit. It's a Hanes sweater and some Hanes jogging pants. Exactly. Yes. That my mama got from the discount. So a sweatsuit. Okay, you was wearing a sweatsuit. Got you. Okay. I'm like, (laughs) this nigga said a sweater. Like he wearing a a turtleneck sweater or some shit. Like who knows what that is? So uh, yeah, I uh, wore wore that to school one day. Go ahead, T Dot. I wore that to school one day, so they start calling me Big Red. Um. Uh, call me Big Country because I say burr. I don't say bear. I say burr. Um, they used to call me Big Country. And sitting up there. Sitting up there. Yeah. So they call me Big Country. I've been I've been a lot of things, man. Been a lot of things to a lot of people. Big Fat Nelly. I've been Fat Nelly. Yes. Yeah, so I've been everything big. You feel me? No words, y'all got y'all ain't got no words. Y'all ain't got no words. I, mean, I, hate, I look, I ain't hating on it. It was that was a that was a general knowledge question, bro. I wasn't even frying you up. That was a general knowledge question. Y'all yeah, be nah, looking for ways I, to fry. I ain't go fry. We go, we go. Let him leave. No, nah, I mean, no, hey, you, you lace, no. Low hanging Low hanging no, fruit. Now we go. Something else will something else will transpire tonight that I will have an opportunity to fry. This is not it. So I'm gonna let you live right now. Troy, bro, I want to one of these episodes, bro. I gotta see you just fry on lace out of nowhere, bro. Because you be there is an episode lace cook you up, and you don't be saying that, and I be wanting you to fry on lace so bad sometimes. There bro. was an episode where I was frying lace up. I forgot what the topic was. Either we was in a group chat, or <laughs> who, we was, what, when, where, <laughs> who, what, when, <laughs> where, my guy. What are you? Talking we was in a group about? chat or somewhere. We was I was frying them up. <clears throat> Mm. But it's all good, hey, man. The folks be coming to T dot. The folks be coming to T dot defense, bro. They be messaging us like, "Hey, man, y'all need to stop ganging up on Troy." On the yeah, that's that is true. Like that. we, yeah, that's true. No, for that real, bro. They be, they be they be DMing, protecting you, bro. They be like, "Y'all need to stop teaming up." They on say T dot is a national treasure. Do they? Do they? <laughs> are they DMing like our 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 um our Instagram or y'all directly? Both. It be both. Yeah. For me, anyway, I, I, I be reading both. the Instagrams though. Nobody be saying nothing about they that. They be like, "Hey, bro, y'all got." They be like, Yo, "Y'all got to stop te- uh, teaming up on T Dot." Yeah, I did hear that most just recently, about a week ago. Like, yo, why y'all be giving Troy such a hard time? I'm like, yo, ain't nobody. What we do? I don't even team up on Troy. I'm like, half the time I be agreeing with Troy. I don't team up on Troy. So you know why I, it feels like we teaming up on you, Troy? Because you don't be frying back. So then everybody feel like we bullying you on the recording, bro. Ah, it's all good, man. I'm comfortable in myself and who I am. I really, you know, you know, 
you know uh, what they say um sticks and stones may may break my bones words never hurt me Sometimes when that words be hurting, true. though, let me tell I'm you. I was about to say, you just talking the other word. week about ready to kill me because they said your mama bought you that red Hanes sweatsuit. I mean, I'm confused. I was about to say, bro. This nigga Lace ain't worth a wooden up. nickel, bro. Lace ain't worth a wooden nickel. We left this whole to... sweatsuit. We left the no, sweatsuit you can't, in the you past. You be vulnerable around Lace, Troy. I told you that before. You ain't listen to me. You take it a chance if you be vulnerable around lace, bro. Oh, nah, never go man. I, pre- I appreciate the vulnerability, yo. I appreciate the vulnerability. <laughs> no, nah, man, but for real, I mean, I was literally listening to a message today talking about uh, being careful with the words that come out of our mouth because our words can speak life. And if they can speak oh, yeah. life, Ed Joint can definitely speak death. And that's the reason why, like, I, I, I find it difficult when I see, uh, you know, parents parenting their children and using harsh words like and 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 it, the 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 old school version of me is like you got to get the kid right you know train the kid up right and um you know they won't depart from the way that you train them up but on the other end it's like how can i guard my words to make sure i'm not destroying this little person's you know um world i just saw um a video from gary v i'm not sure if y'all mess with gary v but um the, uh, a parent asked him how can i help my child um not be influenced by the internet and he was like you can't so, he that's what he said he said he said it was Good two luck. things you could do he said either one you keep them off of it which you can't do at all or two you build their, their self-esteem so that when they see things out in the world, they don't need that to validate them because they've mm-hmm. already been validated by you. Fact. And when he said that, I was like, bro, that's 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 pretty That's solid. real. That's, it's, a, it's a lot of people out here suffering know. because they're looking for validation, likes and hearts and all kind of foolishness, man. A lot of people out here hurting. I was about to say that, Troy. You know, there was another uh, wise person on the Internet who said the same exact thing. Um he 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 on this podcast. I think it's called the Manly D's. And like six <laughs> episodes ago, <clears throat> he he said the exact same thing that Gary B was saying to the parents about how they need to be speaking life into their kids. So I agree. I think that's a a really good point. Yeah, he made. I don't know who said that. I just remember that. I remember just just re- like that. just recollect. Just recollect. Just 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 recollect. Yeah. Just recollect. <laughs> just recollect. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah man um and i know in our friend groups too man we we value every, everybody's opinion and stuff like that and, who? Um, who who who, who who's, friend, who's friend group who? <laughs> i'm talking about the plurality of friends oh, okay, about not okay, just okay. just, just right. ours i'm just making i'm hey, just making sure now i'm just making sure because some opinions do not give a damn about <laughs> but like even for you lace like uh i admire your family your family's really close-knit y'all you know y'all join on each other your mom's hilarious your dad doesn't hold back at all Uh, and i imagine them being your your support group too imagine if they had a negative word for you that might crush you bro maybe yeah maybe definitely would it would definitely yeah, I'm crush saying, I said maybe. This nigga, no, but you was at first, you was about to be like, no, nah, I'll, no. Nah. 
You was about I wasn't to say gonna no. be like that. I, I was processing. <laughs> I was listening. I was listening. I mean, dang, a nigga can't listen. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, process, bro. Take in your information and process, bro. I, I was remember, buffering. I was buffering, bro. <laughs> I remember the first time my uh, grandmother showed disappointment in me, and I knew she was disappointed. I had got, I had got caught for still. I was seventeen years old. I had got caught for stealing, and um, that's a story. We'll we'll leave some. What was else. you stealing though? <laughs> because I don't want to give you ammunition, okay, Lace. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm I just don't want to give you ammunition. I'm, asking, I'm not gonna fry. I'm I not gonna fry. I just want to know. I don't want to give you ammunition. T dot. What T dot? What was you? What was you stealing? Bro? But for the sake of the listeners, I know they are wanting to know what was Troy stealing. Well, at this time in Troy's life, um. We smoked probably about an ounce, two ounces a week, you know. Um, and in that in that in that process of smoking, you have to get tobacco products in order to roll up, you know. Uh, and we was young, you know. I was I was I, I like Philly Titans, you know. what I'm saying that's what I like to roll. Feel me? Uh, I don't even know if they sell them anymore. They might uh discontinue. Nigga was still in Duchess. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Hey Troy, that's actually better than I expected you to say. I thought it was going to be something. Mel, first of all, I understand that. No, this nigga should be locked up because that's an armed robbery. (laughs) First of all, all of that is behind the counter. No hell, no, No. it's not. Because see, I was seventeen. So back then, they had the tobacco in front of the uh, uh, in front of the register, and you can just grab it, like, and take it to the register. It wasn't behind the register at this time. I think probably like in the 2000s, later 2000s, that's when they start moving it behind the cash register. But at this point, you can just grab it and, you know, walk up to the cash register. So um, I'm 17 and I can't purchase it. So I just grabbed it, put it in my pocket. And um, a kid in the store saw me, told the owner. I ran out. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga got snitched on before he could get out the store. (laughs) Hey, yo, that ain't nothing but the grace of God, yo. He he was protecting you from from all foolishness. You talk about all that boy down to. You talk about scared straight, bro. Um, so. When they was like, stop, I bro, I dipped, jumped in the car. They was like, you can leave if you want to, but we got your license plate. We'll just tell the police where you, uh, who you are. And this is a small town. And so I was like, dang, I'm out. I'm just, I'm just going to take, I, I just going to take it. So, uh, pause. So then the police showed up, um, <laughs> police showed up and, uh, what happened? And they just started talking to me. They were like, you know, did you take it? I was like, yeah, I took it. Uh, and then they were like, how old are you? I was like, I'm 17. They was like, well, we can't arrest you. And this is this is petty. So we'll just take your name. Didn't, didn't even think anything of, of it. Went home. Everything was fine. Probably about a week or two later, they uh, my family got a, a letter in the mail saying that I needed to do a program in order to get this taken off my record. I did the program, got it taken off my record. Um, that was like in October, November. So Christmas runs around. 
my grandmother, uh, who normally who gives me the same thing every single year. She gives me uh, money. She gives me the 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 tin can of popcorn. You know what I'm saying? The uh, <laughs> the three the the tribe um the three tri- popcorn and um some other like a gift card or something like that. This year she gave me socks, and I knew I was like, "You gave me socks because you're disappointing me." She couldn't even look at me on Christmas. She could not even look me in the eye. And that crushed me. And I was, and from that point on, I was like, I never want to disappoint my grandmother like that again. And I ain't gonna say I went straight clean in life, but I went better. I would say that. Yeah, shoplifting, shoplifting wants your thing, bro. Because <laughs> the wasn't. fact you ain't have, I mean, at that point in time, them jokers had to be less than two dollars in the store. So you ain't had no loose <laughs> change or nothing. You was just like, I'm just but gonna he steal. Wasn't the bottom joints. <laughs> I'm seven years old. Somebody could have copped it for you, bro. Like, I mean, you I know you hung out with older people. You weren't smoking with other 17-year-olds. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I'm saying y'all first of all, smoking is a community a communal action. <laughs> so Back. I know for a fact there were some other individuals who were of age in this group. There's no way that y'all was just all 17 and burning. I'm I'm being dead serious. 17 and burning, bro. 17. Oh wow. Wow. Interesting. Let me find out T that was really in them streets. I was. Yeah, the Martinsville streets heavy. Out here in the Martinsville <laughs> streets heavy. Wrap <laughs> your set, Troy. Out here so in yeah, the Martinsville man, streets. Well, all that to say this is that, you know, approval from your uh from your parental figures, from your from your community is definitely necessary, man, in order for to to feel to feel some type of love, some type of growth and all that type of stuff. So um yeah, I think from there. So after that, after that situation <clears throat> happened, um, probably about a month later, my car got shot up. Um, and then that was another family disappointment. Uh, and then a month after that, I I was I was too drunk to drive, and so my friends dr- was driving my car, and they ended up wrecking my car. Um, sometime after that. I end up uh I end up hitting a deer because I was running from the cops. And then sometime after that, I total wrecked that car because I fell asleep behind behind the wheel because I was high as a kite. So You must have been driving an Ultima. What was you driving, bro? I was driving a Ford Escort. A nineteen ninety six. Oh, I know Ford that's Escort. trouble. If I was a cop, I would have pulled that over on site. Ain't nothing but trouble coming from that over there. Ain't nothing but trouble. Ain't nothing but trouble coming from that. Yeah, man, but that was my testimony, man. And uh, your boy came from a long way. My my people didn't think I was gonna make it. When I when it was time for me to go to school, when it was time for me to graduate, they was like, Troy, you've got to, you got, you can't stay here, because they saw the dudes that came to my graduation party. They was like, if you stay here, you will die. And that mm. was real talk, because I I reflect upon it now. I I because I'm I. I'm real smart, even though I don't snap back at Lace when he be talking his talk. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm smart mouth, and in Martinsville that can get you shot. And uh, I really do believe I probably would have lost my life if I would have stayed in the Ville. So um, I love my Ville, I love my family and stuff like that. But I'm glad I got up out of there. Now that's what's up, man. That's what's up. I, I definitely see why 
you walk close with the Lord after all of that. Started off from stealing at 17 and all the other things that transpired. This nigga lace, so. man. This nigga <laughs> <lace>. <laughs> You feel it, Troy. You feel the condescending nature of that it's message that he's giving right now, bro. Big condescension. It's not. I'm being for real, man. I'm being sincere. That's for real. That's for real, yo. Man, let's... Mel, let's you jump into so, this. Hey, Troy, no. Troy, no, for real, though, Troy. Um... Before you move on from that, it's a good thing that you uh, said that interesting that you were talking about approval from your parental figures and stuff like that, um, because I just actually talked to my mother this week uh, on a similar thing to what you're talking about. And y'all know I talk about my mama quite a bit on the podcast, whatever. Um, but I was at the crib, <clears throat> I think it was Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, Sunday afternoon, cleaning up, doing whatever, getting ready, getting the house ready and all that. And then my mama called me. Um, which is not unnormal, but she usually don't call me at the time that she called me on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I was running to the phone, couldn't get there fast enough, missed the call. So I called her back, whatever. And, uh, you know, chopping it up, whatever. And she was basically just like, um, I was just sitting here thinking or whatever. And she was like, I just wanted to, you know, call you, you know what I'm saying? And let you know that if I've never said it out loud, or if I never told you, I just wanted to, you know, tell you that I was proud of you, you know, mm. um, wow. proud of the, you know, proud of the man that you're becoming and, you know, proud of the stuff that you're overcoming. And, you know, she was just showering me with, you know, accomplishments and acknowledgements and things like that. And, you know, it got emotional on the call. Like it, it touched her so much to see, you know, how I'm doing and how I'm progressing that it brought her to tears. You know what I'm saying? On the FaceTime, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, trying to talk to me about it and stuff like that. And I held it together. You know what I'm saying? I was a G. You know, I ain't proud of her on the phone. <laughs> hey, man, like G's that, drop a saying? tear every once in a while, cuz. <laughs> nah, Absolutely, man. Nah, Let that thing real. ride. Um, so no, it was, it was actually, uh, and I don't use this word very often cause I actually hate it, but it was an overwhelming experience for me, sure. you know, because she's, she's told me stuff like that to an extent before, but was never to, you know, the magnitude which she shared, you know what I'm saying on Sunday? Cause you know, she just kept it real. Cause she, she was talking about stuff that I, you know, had kind of forgot about, you know, cause she mm. was like, she, you know, she like, you know, five or six years ago, we didn't even know if you was going to be around, you know what I'm saying? Like when she she brought up uh you know i was going through my case and she was like you know five or six years ago she's like we thought you might be going to prison you know and mm. look, you know what i'm saying and look at look at you now she's like booming in your career taking care of your family you know what i'm saying being a good husband she's like you're trying to do the right thing with your podcast stuff like that so she just started talking about all the stuff that you know i've overcome and all the changes that i've made you know similar to you like Mm-hmm. For a long time, I don't think my family ever thought I was gonna get it right. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I was so all over the place. You know, I ain't listening to nobody. I, you know, y'all know. You know, mm-hmm. so for her, it was just like an overwhelming experience for her to see, you know, what I had going on, and she was just, you know, honest, and she was like, you know, as a parent, it feels good to have a child that you can brag about. She yeah, like, you know, you hey, child. Hey, don't you know, and that's when you start crying cry. right there. That's when you start crying. <laughs> nah, I mean, look, bro. Nah, it's I all right, bro. Like, hey, it's all right. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. No, it is not. If you in it late, it ain't no safe space. It's a safe space, bro. I ain't afraid to cry, and I ain't afraid to tell niggas that I cry. But I, you know, what I'm saying I held it together, you know, on the on the phone then because I think I was more focused on what she was saying, sure, because mm-hmm. she was so in, intentful about you know what she was ex- expressing to me or whatever. So I just. You know, it was interesting that you said that because it actually happened to me this week and it was just unexpected. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't something that I um, had asked her about or prompted her, you know, to do for me or anything like that. So it was just, you know, a good feeling, you know, for her to say. So, yeah, nah. That's real. I would, That's what's up. 
I would open the floor for Lace to to share something like that, but he ain't never been through nothing in his life, you know. He oh, that's a that's a just no see you trying to you trying to get me to cussing. That's a damn lie right there. <laughs> Lace done been through it, bro. Trust me, Lace done been through it. But let's not get it twisted. But nah, me and my uh, my peoples are always uh, you know they send encouraging notes and stuff like that. Just as early as last week, my pop sent me and my brother a message, uh, just saying you know how proud he was of us, and you know it's always interesting to see how people remember you. Cause I ran into some, um, some old high school, uh, acquaintances, um, on Friday. And it's just odd to see uh, like people when they hear where you are now compared mm-hmm. to where you've come from. I always knew you had it in you, all this other kind of stuff, but it's just interesting how people remember you, um, and just where you've come from. So no, it's definitely an opportunity to reflect, um, cause we've all come from something. Um, and we've all overcome, um, you know, piss poor decisions, things that could have gone totally different. You know what I mean? We all could have been locked up in various different ways or for various reasons. So now, nah, man, we've all, we all got a, a, you know what I mean? Something to say and, and you know, it's, it, it takes others building us up in those ways, even though we don't necessarily hear it on a regular basis, it still does feel good to hear that. So. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. was you about to say though, Troy? Where was you about to take us before I piggyback on your, uh, I was going to take us away from this story. because Lace wasn't trying to help the uh, conversation. <laughs> I really was. I was being so sincere. And, and and that's the problem, yo. I, when I'm sincere, people think I'm trying to Joan or be condescending when I'm not. I'm legit just being oh, sincere. Boy. I appreciate your testimony, bro. I ain't know. I ain't know you had sticky fingers. Now I know I got to lock my shit. Did you just hear what he just said? <laughs> did you just hear what he just said, Melvin? I ain't know. I, ain't know. I heard it. I ain't know. I got your back. You know what I'm saying? I'm on your I gotta, side, now I got to put the good china away. You know what I'm saying? So we. <laughs> but you know what, Lace? Here's the funny thing about that. Now I can't stand a person who steals. <laughs> Yo, you a hypocrite, bro? Uh, the biggest, the biggest. <clears throat> and. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand people who steal. Come on, I can't stand it. And I don't. Mm-hmm. And it's not because it's not because uh, it's not because of you know that situation um, that made me hate hate stealing. Um, I don't like stealing because there have been instances in my life where friends have stolen from me. Friends, uh, quotation sure. mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends have stolen, and uh, it. And it has it has put a sour taste in my mouth ever since then. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, um, and y- y'all know how it is, man. You used to hang out with your boys. You know, a CD come up missing. You uh, you riding his car, man. It's my CD I've been looking for. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that will happen every once in a while. But then, like homies be taking your PlayStation. Homies be whoa. taking like, yeah, what bro. Do that at? Right, yeah, I ain't bro. never whoa. <laughs> Homie, uh, homie stole my chain. So I always got, I got chain stories from high school for days. You know, I beat up somebody over a chain and I, and then my, my chain got stolen from me. This is the sad part about, about it though. Homie stole my chain. Then they devised the plan to sell it back to me. Homie was like, yeah, you know, um, I know who got it. Um, but I can't give it to you unless you give me $50. And I, and I'm, and at the time I'm like, oh yeah, man, uh, uh, I get it. My grandma gave it to me. I gave it to homie. He gave me my chain back. And the next thing you know, you know, I got my chain back, but on top, but 
the hurtful part is later on, I realized they set me up the whole time to, to get me to, to pay them back. And here I am. I thought they were supposed to be my friends, but they set me up. <laughs> Troy. See, man, this, when I be trying to have your back, bro, then, what? then you come tell I'm me. I'm in high school. I'm in, I'm a freshman in high school. Listen, I'm a freshman in high school and I'm trying to hang out with the seniors. Right. And I'm thinking they trying to be my friends, but in actuality, they set me up. So that's when reality, that's when my bubble, that's when my bubble burst, and I realized that this is how this is real life. Cats ain't cats ain't. The man not, said, the man said, I know who has your chain, and I know where it is, but I'm not gonna get it for you unless you give me fifty bucks. <laughs> how does that not sound like a setup to you at any age? How does that not sound like a good idea? Honestly, you should have stole off on the nigga right then and there because he already knew where your chain was I at. I thought he was my friend, bro. I mean, I know now. It, I'm, I'm, I am a 14-year-old. Freshman. Okay, I, I, I'll give you some grace. I'm Troy. a 14-slash-15-year-old freshman. Naive. It's not like I'm. It's not like I'm. Nigga <laughs> buying his buying his stuff back. It's not like I'm thirty thirty. Buying his own stuff time. back, yo. You know what I'm saying? I'm not thirty eight back then. My I'm grandmama a, gave me that chain. Man, I am. <clears throat> excuse me. That was puberty just hit just now. Um, I am a fully aware of all my emotions <laughs> and my thought process from all my whole age. Y'all niggas been acting like y'all thirty your whole life, and like you was in kindergarten. <laughs> like, nah, man, I ain't. <laughs> You know, I ain't I ain't trade no milk for no fruit. I ain't never got got like that though. One damn near fourteen years old getting tricked off the street like you, uh, (laughs) buying my stuff back. So look, there's based on my personality, Troy. There's just certain things that I've never experienced because of how, um, let's say temperamental and hard headed I was back in the day. There's just certain things off principle. I've been a principal person my whole life, so it's just certain situations that I've never experienced or been in. Not because I think. I wasn't naive or whatever. It's just because of my personality that sure. I never, never experienced. For me, I've just been a trusting person my whole life. Like mm. I try to, I try to think well of someone first and then they have, yeah, yeah, their intent. And then they have the ability to ruin their intent or their personality or their character to me. You know what I'm saying? Everyone starts off with an A with me. Okay. You don't have to earn your grade. You start off with an A. You lose points along the way, um, so that's <laughs> class dojo. This nigga sound like a third grade math teacher. Jesus Christ, handing out dojo I, points on him. I am sick and tired of coming on this podcast, bearing my soul <laughs> to niggas who don't hey, care bro. about it at all. I am. I appreciate no, I you bearing your soul. Troy. Troy. I appreciate no, you. No, I do appreciate no, you bearing your no, soul. It's, no, okay, Troy. It's not. It's let not me, that you bearing your soul. No. It's how you go about bearing your soul. Let me tell you this right now. That provides both y'all niggas got C minuses right now in my in my character. Okay, <laughs> both y'all niggas got C minuses. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. That's crazy. See, that's why I'm trying to be like you, bro. Being trusted, being trusted, and all that. We need to have a podcast episode, uh, maybe next episode, talking about how expectations can be crippling for manhood. I think that that we could dedicate. Oh, like, for sure, for sure, bro. Set it up now. What you talking about? Go ahead, set it up now. I mean, we like forty minutes into the potty, bro. It'd take us like a whole nother. That could that literally could be like sixty minutes worth of a discussion. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it's real. Okay, yeah. next week. Next week we on. We all on right. that. We Bet. on that. We all that. 
Troy, so you said we got a request. Oh, no, it was Lace. Said that you got a request for us to bring back. I know you effing line. Yes, yes, so, yes. Got a uh, request, man. We've been off a couple weeks from it. I know you effing line. And, you know, the people was like, yo, y'all need to bring that back. So, yeah, no. So, I and know you I know you effing line. You got one queued up? Yeah. Troy, what oh, I keep one queued up, but I'll let Troy kick it off. Well, what I was going to say is I don't think we got away from it. We just have been in some good conversation that has right, been right. like, you know what I'm saying? So, but um, we not, we not going to let go. Of, I know you effing line. We have let go of other segments because, you know, niggas don't use big words a lot amongst the three of us. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Everybody calm down. Everybody hey, relax. I'm that, bro. I, I, use that, them, I use them regularly. Regular. Not me. <laughs> I know Lace be tossing them around. I don't use big words in my spare time, Troy. So you ain't got to worry about me. And you know what I'm saying. Um, so I think one of the one of the so let that I- ruminate. Yeah, I use big words, nigga. <laughs> let that ruminate. What <laughs> 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 the fuck you talking the- about? <laughs> <laughs> So one of the one of the I know you effing line things is probably on everybody's radar right now is the recent interview that Kanye West did with Noriega uh, Noriega or Nori on uh, Drink Champs. Also, prior to that, he was known for wearing the uh, White Lives Matter um, T-shirt or sweater, um, holding hands with uh, well-known conservative speaker. Uh, Candace Owens and um, the media has been on his head. Mm-hmm. Has been. I on mean, his... people have been on his head. I mean, I think people have been on his on his pause. I think people have been on his neck for uh, you know, what I'm saying a minute just because of you know his outlandish statements, and you know it's hard to know what really um are his real thoughts or just what's uh, antics that he's just using to create you know, uh, media attention or awareness around something that he may be trying to launch. You know, a lot of stuff that he does, he does to garnish uh, emotions or just response from sure. people in oh, general. For sure. And I yeah, don't think yeah, that yeah. all the stuff that he says is actually his actual thoughts. So it's kind of hard to know, you know, what is and what isn't. But I definitely think that those are some wild and outlandish statements that he made. And I think they actually took the episode down. I don't even think it's available um they no took the episode to down to. but everybody else they got that joint they knew it was gonna get taken down so they downloaded it and they uploaded it on their own platform <clears throat> well you know mental health is real yay going through some things mentally i mean i think from a musical standpoint you know what i mean obviously he is gifted in that way but he's a hurting individual um hence why some of the stuff that he says man i don't mean i don't even pay no no real attention no more because he's so connected he disconnected so he he's a hurting hurting individual man for real uh on because anybody who married kim k after all them bodies is a is a hurting individual so you know it is what it is shout out to kim k though now hold on now i ain't gonna fault a person who married somebody who got a buy a body or two or or five or seven here you go Hey, go wholesome Troy. Okay, I ain't cool. Gonna be if, mad. Hey, I ain't if gonna that's be your mad. ministry, if that's your ministry, do your thing. You feel me? <laughs> well, since we hey, here, I'm just saying anybody that's getting married after you know, if you marrying age in 2022, anybody that you get with probably gonna have a lot of bodies. So, you mean all y'all in the same boat? It's I, I, mean, I understand that I concept. Say, I say I y'all, not me. 
Cause I understand that concept. What I'm saying is when you have, I put it to you like this, multiple known bodies. That's a, that, 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 that's, that's a difference. <laughs> Industry bodies. Industry bodies. That's a difference. Yeah. All I'm saying is I don't want to be discriminated for the bodies I caught. That's what I, that's all. Oh I'm no. I mean, of say. course, everybody got a story. Everybody got a history. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got a history. What I'm talking about industry bodies. It's a difference, bro. <clears throat> that's all I'm trying to say. That's, that's the reason why I threw it out there. Cause if, if I want the grace, I got to get a grace. You know what I'm saying? So nigga, you just you can give you, you can give Grace and not wife it. I'm sorry. You can give Grace and not wife the joke. Golly. But this nigga I'm, just said he hit people who steal and he talked about I need to give some grace I want the grace. Right. <laughs> nigga got one thousand two hundred and fifty two bodies, but mad cause somebody stole a pack of Lucy. Get out of here. <laughs> and that's why I don't tell Lace personal stuff. That is exactly as the it's not a safe space, Troy. I keep trying to tell you, bro. <laughs> hey, make it, it make forever. sense, bro. Just make it make sense. That's all I'm saying. I've been make saying it, it for forever, bro. Um, but and one of the things too that came out about that whole interview was uh Kanye was saying a whole bunch of anti-Semitic uh statements. He yeah. and he wasn't even he wasn't even trying to hide it. Like I feel like when Nick Cannon was saying his anti-Semitic stuff, he was just like Jewish people own the banks and they hold all the money. I was like, you know, it didn't really, you know, resonate anything for me. A lot of people said that uh, 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 Nick Cannon was a dog whistling anti-Semitic, you know, stuff. They took away all his TV shows, all that type of stuff. But he won't own no Kanye anti-Semitic right. stuff. He he. This cat was literally like, that's the reason why we got to take care of all the Jews. Like, wh- what you mean by take care of all the Jews? <laughs> and then he even came out and he said, I am being anti-Semitic right now. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like this cat. And Nick Cannon this- ended up going to Divinity School off of that. Ain't that something? <laughs> Ain't that something? <laughs> Ain't that something? Went to Divinity School off of his situation. Yeah. And then man. started knocking everybody up in America. <laughs> but nah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, her dude, man. Yeah, yeah, her dude. Matter of fact, we we might as well talk about that now, because y'all done brought it up. Nick Cannon, we got. I think that's really a situation now. I know you're effing line that we got to talk about because some people on the side of the fence that they don't see nothing wrong with it as long as you can afford it, and then other people feel like he's creating um, uh, an unstable environment for black families mm. because he's not parenting or fathering in any of those situations mm-hmm. te- te- in the home. I was I would say yeah. Um, so I, I don't I don't necessarily I know what his whole thought process is because of his condition. He knew that he probably wouldn't have the longevity of life that other people have. So What's his condition? Many children. Uh, he has lupus, mm-hmm. and For he's real? talking about opening. I didn't even know that. Yeah, bro. I've been I I must have been hiding under a rock. I did not know. I did not know. Well, now that Troy is in the twenty first century. So you saying he, he was has just knocking up people because he thought he was going to l- lose his life, so he wanted to give life before he left. That, that's exactly what he's doing. Mm. That's I'm not bringing making that up. He said it out loud. Like that's his that's his goal. He wanted to have as many children as possible. But a lot of people are saying like you could have had as many children as possible as you wanted with one person. Mm. You know, he's just picking women. Yeah, I mean, he's knocking down wilding out girls and everything. Just, man. You know what I'm saying? He's he's had like. 
and I could be wrong. I think he's had like three children just this year with three different with three different women. Mm. Um, and I feel like every other month there's been an announcement about him having a new baby or whatever. So I know that he's coming to financial terms with these women, like giving them a certain amount of money, you know, or to have the child and all that, like whatever agreement they come to. Uh, I just feel like it's, <laughs> I understand what he's doing. I just feel like the way that he's going about it is terrible. And I don't think that that's sustainable for a long period of time. And it's going to, he's just creating a bunch of broken homes. Well, so I, I just don't, I don't understand the purpose. I feel like he's doing more damage than good. Hot take from Troy. Y'all ready? Y'all, y'all ready for this hot take? Uh, it's probably not a hot take for real. It just seems like it's going to be a lot coming from me. Um, I think the women in those relationships are just as guilty as he he is mm. because they are knowingly having children with him, knowing that he got kids scattered all across his whole globe. And they have the, and I, I don't know, maybe he's in a position of power where he's pressuring them. If he is, he's in the wrong. But if they are realizing the fact that this cat has got kids scattered all over the place, and he expect his family to be intact, bro. It's it's, it's it mess around to be some fights in between these kids, bro. I'm, well, the I'm, thing I'm, is, I don't I don't think that he's going into it, you know, wishing that the family will stay intact. I think that these individuals have made an agreement with him in some way, as Mel alluded to, and I think all parties have a level of responsibility in that because, again. That is a, I mean, it's a business transaction in a nutshell, but then again, who's responsible for the upbringing and those kind of things and rearing of the the child. So if you just want to have a baby with a nigga to get paid and to be a single mom, that's on you. But I, I wouldn't subscribe to that, but that's just me. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think that that's a wise decision because it's not like these individuals don't know, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if he out here selling a dream or if he just, you know, come into it as a business transaction approach. Uh, but it is concerning that, you know, he knocking up individuals in this, at, at this rate and that of this magnitude. Yeah. Lace was on his political uh, response just now too. Absolutely, you did a really good. You did a really good job. You did a. Really oh, I can good turn job. it on now. I can turn it on now. He can turn it on and off. You know he got that winking gun vibe, Troy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Shucking and jiving, as they call it. I don't think that's fair, though, man. My my my. Uh, I hate to keep bringing my family into it, but my pops a Rolling Stone, and he got kids. Uh, there's a possibility that I got a sibling in New Zealand right now, and I but I would never know, cause my pops my pops got dementia, and now we got this kid we got a potential uh, sibling running around somewhere. I I would like to get the opportunity to know, but don't nobody know no information. When was pops in New Zealand though? Like what what did he was? Um, uh, probably around the time I was in. Probably between second and fourth grade, maybe even fifth grade with me. He was hooping out there. Oh, got you. Got you. Yeah. And so, yeah. I didn't know your daddy was hooping overseas. You wouldn't know yeah, watching Troy hoop. I tell you that, man. <laughs> damn sure wouldn't know that. <laughs> I mean, good God. Who who knew? <laughs> Death and life in the tongue. It's death and life in the tongue. And Lace is just destroying all type of life inside of me right now. But then but then check this out. Would text me an hour before, hey man, you uh you coming through? 
We need Every, warm bodies, bro. We need warm bodies. <laughs> we need warm bodies. Need body. a big in the paint. He need a big in we the paint. We need warm bodies, bro. <laughs> Clog the paint. Clog the paint. <laughs> Mel, I, uh, <clears throat> we all over the place. So I just put that on out there right now. Mel, when you was telling the story about uh about your son playing basketball, I understand his I understand his plight, bro. I understand his plight. Basketball was not my primary sport. I'm I'm naturally flat-footed. I'm wide body. I am meant to be on the football field. You know, matter of fact, I was yeah, I was just meant to be on the football field. But for some strange reason, bro, basketball was just calling my name. I just love playing basketball. It's a fun sport for me. And so even though football was super, super easy, I never, I, I was like, man, I, I know I can do it, but I prefer to play basketball. I Eventually I gave it up and I played football, but uh, but I understand Miles' plight, to be quite honest. With you. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll let him know. <laughs> I'll share it with them for you. Ah, that is funny. That is funny. Nah, I did not know that, Troy. That's what's up, man. Troy, when you talked about uh Kanye West is your I know you have in line, I thought you was gonna talk about um Draymond Green and Jordan Poole since you were sharing your stories about how you thought niggas was your friends. Uh, <laughs> and it turned out not to be such. Hey, so I thought you was gonna segue well, into, segue into that joint. The I know you have in line part about that is, um, Jordan Poole definitely finessed that joint for his um, what you call it for his uh for his extension contract extension. Yeah, boy. So here's the thing: Can y'all stay on a team knowing that you are abused? You have been abused. You have been attacked. Just for the check. Can y'all do that? When there's millions involved? Absolutely. Because first of all, it's a con first for one, it's a contract year for Draymond. He getting up out of there after this year. So you gotta take your coin when when you can. Uh, but yeah, Draymond done. He done after this year in Golden State. So I did not know that. Troy, I just want to go back because I don't believe that Jordan Poole is being uh, abused. No, he just and got his ass beat. That's all that bullshit. <laughs> bro, <laughs> if you get that he's, that's abuse. No, bro. No, he no. just lost a and fight. People, that's all that bullshit. He did lose a fight. And I want to <laughs> emphasize that it was a fight because was people keep trying to act like Draymond Green sucker punched him. And that's not a sucker punch. It was a sucker punch. That was punch. not a sucker punch. That that's was not, not a sucker punch. punch. They didn't Jordan knuckle Poole up. If you walk, if, they did not knuckle up. somebody, thank you, Lace. Thank you, Lace. He walked up on him and pushed him. Now my response is I got to knock your ass out. It's very simple. This is not a pushing match. What happened was Draymond got in his face. He was like, he pushed up on him. Bruh, back up off me. Then he swung on him. No, that he is, did not do. He did not push like He did not do a back up off me kind of push. Right. He did a two hand, what's, what's up type of right. push, bro. And got snuffed. And got slept. That's the it. Video I he saw wasn't was expecting different. that reaction. He thought that he was safe. He thought it was sweet. He was like, we at the facility. Coaching staff in the middle, all that type of stuff. I'm gonna get this push off. Everybody gonna break that joint up, and that's not how it went down. 
He that was forget, a man. push. If you're gonna push a grown man in the heat of situation, you gotta ex- you gotta be at least be on the expectation. You better square up. He Bink. may fire off him. Boy caught that, and it's good to know his his chin is very light. The boy got a very light <laughs> chin, so he might be a mark for the rest of the rest of his time in San Diego. Bro, there's a difference of probably about seventy to eighty pounds in between them, these two gentlemen. Don't to be matter. quite honest with to be quite honest with you. Draymond picked a fight with somebody he knew he could fight. Now you know that you ain't hear no stories about him. Disagree. You, you ain't hear no stories about him swinging off on on KD. You ain't hear no even though they was going back and forth. You ain't hear no no stories about that. But he picked on somebody that was that was smaller than him. Disagree. Size don't have nothing to do with nothing. I ain't never seen KD push Dre either. And Dre be going at it with everybody. People exactly. really hate that nigga. Like on the court, they do they don't like that nigga for a long time. He scrapped with everybody. I don't think he just singled out Poole just because whatever. I agree with you, Mel. I agree with you, Mel. He he started barking up the tree and got caught. So that's just what it is. But I think Jordan Poole is gonna get that that bag regardless. Uh, well, he just yeah, he, he just hooping. signed an extension. Yeah. yeah, he just signed an extension. But he Dre been, done. He, he done in. He done after this year in Golden State, yo. And they've been talking about that anyway. So yeah, that ain't like surprising. contract year. He done. So he um he just wrote his own check to get up out of there. Yeah. Yeah, they probably sign a a a, a big man. They'll, he'll take a cheap check just to get a chance at a championship ring. What team is he gonna go to that would want that? No, no, no. I'm saying the Warriors will get some. Will get a big man for a low price at a chance to win a championship, and then after that, well, I mean, championship, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they got a squad ch- anyway. I mean, they they got Looney. Um, he just a plug and play type piece. I mean, Dre does facilitate a lot of their offense and people always look at the stat sheet like, oh, he only had two points, this, that, and the third, but a lot of their offense facilitates through him. But you know, I mean, that's where these younger guys like Poole, et cetera, they go get more minutes. You know what I mean? Between yeah. Poole, Clay and Steph, you know I mean, they'll, they'll rotate minutes. And, uh, when Cats was hurt, Poole was hooping. So yeah, nah, Dre, uh, he, he shouldn't have done it, but it was done. Um, you know, and you know, the line was crossed, and he'll he'll be out of there in a year, if not sooner, to be real, depending on how the season starts. That is a good point. I forgot. You can trade up until uh, All-Star Weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I they totally got forgot about time. that. Ample time. I totally forgot about that. We got but, no, if I was pulled, yeah, we, we would middle of that down, yo. Like, we, we going to have to settle this um, a different way. So, that's like just – Yeah, that's we just – We legit got to <laughs> Even if I lose, we have to square up. Yeah. Because now yeah. the message is out there that I'm just I'm just I'm willing to get touched. That's it. You know, like you can still off on me, I ain't gonna do nothing. That's basically so, the message right now. I, I So I, I think that he should have to fight him every day. I personally think Draymond's a sucker for doing that. Uh amongst other things. I tried I used to be a Draymond defender. I used to be, but after seeing this, Draymond's a sucker to me. So if somebody what roll up on you, push you, you not go, you not if he if they don't knuckle up, you you just ain't gonna steal off on him. If somebody roll up on you and push you, that's the thing. It wasn't it. I don't. I do not believe in that situation. It was like I'm getting ready to fight type thing. I don't. I don't believe that. I think it was a sucker punch. I've seen people be sucker punched before. I've seen cats uh, square up and 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 fight the fair one. I've seen. I've seen both both situations. That was not a let's shoot the fair one type of situation. 
Now I I am with a male sucker punch. I'm with male in the sense of you got to you got to you got to run my fade. Yeah, you got to run my fade now. But that was not a let's run a fade right now. See, I don't consider that a sucker punch because they were squared up face to face from the push. I give a sucker you that. punch is from a yeah. You don't see it coming at all. That's true. Whereas they, I mean, at we, we square no up, idea. whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, yeah. that won't a sucker punch. You just got slept. That's all that boiled down to, in my opinion. In my opinion. So you would have rather him push him and then he just say, all right, man, put your dukes up. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> put him up. Put him up. Put him up. That would have been seen as a fair one to you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just, it didn't seem, it didn't seem like Jordan Poole was ready. That's what I'm saying. He got. I mean, obviously he won't ready. That's why he got swept. <laughs> <laughs> he he won't ready, but that don't mean he got sucker punch. Oh man. Anyway, I'm, I'm I'm not sure if we got time for one more, but I do want to bring up one more. I know you have a line, and that is um, Fifty Cent versus his son. And I'm not sure if y'all have seen um, the the commentary going back and forth between them. And this is actually something that's been going on for a while, but. Uh, uh, 50 Cent does have a son. He has, he has, uh, I think he has two a kids. grown son. He has a grown son um, <clears throat> who have been, who have not been on good accord for a while. Um, his, his grown son says that his father hasn't done anything for him. Whereas 50 Cent says, I, I do everything for him, but your mama's in your ear and she got you turned against me. And so, um, um uh, 50 cent in the media has been saying things along the lines of you know uh there's no relationship i want to i mean i pay for everything but uh uh little homie just wants to be distanced and stuff like that could you see yourself being in that point with your child at a point to where you couldn't try to find peace to make between the two of you all or can you just be like it's whatever, cuz. Uh, I think it depends on the situation and the age of the son. Because, um, you know, as we all know, sons turn into young men and then young men turn into men. You know, so at a certain age, at a certain point, he's going to be a man and making his own decisions and doing, you know, what he wants to do and all that. So if it comes to you know, a situation where maybe we can't agree or maybe we can't see eye to eye. I have principles and, you know, standards or whatever. And he wants to do what he wants to do. If I feel like we can't come to a common ground and as a father, I have to just be like, all right, do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? How live, live, how you going to live or whatever, because I can't control you. I can't make you do nothing. And at this point, I've done all that I was responsible for doing for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To get you to, you know, adulthood. But if we talking about like, uh, Depending age, like not an adult, that the you know what I'm saying like the age I'm at now, I don't think that I would, there's anything that as a parent that I would ever let right. do or ever let come between, you know, the relationship that I have with either one of my kids, especially my son. I'm gonna try mm -hmm. to do whatever I can to keep my relationship tight with my son. Um, so I think it just depends on the situation and the age because, and yeah. I only say that because I had that experience, you know, with my dad um, for. Uh, dang, it's, it's crazy. I just had this conversation this week with somebody else. Um, me and my dad are in my early twenties. Me and my dad went through a period of time where we didn't talk at all. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of like on a similar, you know, situation, like with 50 cent, like 
he want to be distant, so let him do whatever. I was, you know, young and in my early 20s thinking I knew everything, didn't have to answer to nobody, wasn't really feeling my, you know, dad's way of life or direction or anything like that. And it just got to a point where he just was like, I don't know what to do with you, you know, no more. I don't know, you know, how to talk to you. I don't know how to, you know, handle you or nothing like that. You're a man now. If you think you're a man, you know, go out here and do whatever it is that you're going to do. So he kind of just let me, you know, be on my own, do whatever I'm going to do. You know, we didn't talk, we didn't speak or nothing like that um, for, for a long time. And it wasn't until, you know, he was diagnosed with cancer that we even had a situation that would allow us mm, to communicate with each other mm-hmm. or just, you know what I'm saying, come back to something. And it was just, he called me r- randomly out the blue one day. Um, I would say at least close to two years, hadn't talked to my dad mm, at all. Mm-hmm. Hadn't seen him, hadn't been to visit, ain't text, talked on the phone, none of that. And he could just call me out the blue one day and um, was just like, I just wanted to tell you before you hear from somebody else, as your dad, I feel like I owe you this responsibility. You know, tell me he was diagnosed with cancer, whatever. And, you know, that kind of started our, conversation and relationship off again mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i think going through that experience on his side definitely changed how he communicated and interacted with me and the more i started to just appreciate the relationship and stuff like that so i think it just depends i'm only saying that from experience because my dad did that to me and i could see myself doing that to my son if he was of that mindset and of age as well just like go do whatever it is that you're gonna do mm-hmm. if you think you know better mm. yeah no i i, I would I don't think I could handle it the way the 50 um, is handling it, but I do think that it's different, as Mel mentioned, a grown individual compared to a dependent, vastly different. Um, I'm not sure what the circumstance was as to why he wasn't active in the young man's life, but obviously there's some hurt resentment, but you know, the, his son has benefited from the financial pieces that 50 is obligated to, I guess, give his mother or whatnot. So um, I think that there is uh there's definitely a lot of hurt involved and healing that needs to take place. Um, but no, I, I don't think that I could do that um, and operate in that way. We see, but I think two people have to realize, I think people have to realize that relationships go both ways. You know what I'm saying? So as a grown individual, that is, a you have point. to give of yourself to develop a relationship. It's not a one person's responsibility to cultivate a relationship with you when you have to be active in it to have a relationship with someone else. So no, uh, I think there's a lot of, there's a level of responsibility for all parties involved. We have seen something like this before uh, uh, pan out. Um, Y'all may remember, I think it was either earlier this year or late last year where um, uh, Kurt Franklin, um, excuse me, sorry about that. Uh, Well, we heard Kurt Franklin drop his mixtape. Uh, in which it won't melodies from heaven, boy. Melodies from heaven. It won't melodies from heaven. My man dropped a mixtape. He had it was explicit. I mean, he he gave he gave his son every word. I think in the uh, unholy Bible, and um, and we we seen like how parents have you know these sour relationships with their kids. Um, I, I had something similar to that too. Um, but I've never been on the parental side of it. I can only, just, I can only just imagine, you know, you desiring to be at your child. I think it's just a matter of the father or the parent, you know, making themselves not available, maybe available or maybe open to, Hey, whenever you're ready to come back, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you gotta, you gotta put down your way in order to come back here. I I will always be here for you. 
Uh, I'm not sure if, you know, there has to be a, a pursuit part of that into, you know, from the from the parent to the child. But if there is in any ability, you know, it'd be good to have some type of pursuit towards that child who is just and let them make the decision. I just don't want to be around you. That's fine. I'm going to be here and I'm going to let you know I'm here for you type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a difficult situation to be in, like speaking, you know, from a parent and from a, a child's perspective, you know, um, I definitely understand the need to, as a parent, have um, non-negotiables in a sense or standards, you know, uh, or a certain ex- extent to where if a child can't get right, if they just can't fall the line, then they got to go or they got to do something else, you know what I'm saying? Or they just got to be gone because, you know, we assume that responsibility ask parents to, like Troy said, lead them and guide them and train them in a way mm-hmm. that when they get old, they wouldn't, you know what I'm saying, depart from it. And I can't do that if I'm always bending my will to try to accommodate, you know, whatever the child is feeling or whatever they're saying, because at what point am I, you know, the leader or the covering or, you know, the thing that I'm supposed to be, if I'm changing my mind or I'm changing my will, or I'm changing my habits based on, you know, how they're feeling or thinking when I have more, you know, life experience, understanding or wisdom than they do. So mm-hmm. I think that it does you know, make a difference depending on the age, you know, like I said, so like once somebody an adult, you know, even if they're your child, I think for your own sanity as a parent, sometimes you just got to let them, you got to let them do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know what I'm saying and let them, you know, and that's tough. That's, that's a tough. Oh yeah. To I can imagine I, I it is. It is tough. You know, I don't think that was easy for my dad to do to me, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think that he knew it was necessary. Um, so you know, it is. It don't always work out that way where people come back, you know what I'm saying, or you have regrets and about the situation or, you know, it don't end on a good note or something happened to somebody and you don't get to say what you felt like you should have said or, you know, appreciate the relationship and stuff like that. So I'm not saying it always works out. I'm just saying it's a tough, you know, situation to be in. It's a hard, hard decision that you have to make. And I also, you know, the 50s credit, uh, of course, I don't have this experience, so I don't necessarily know. But, you know, when you get into these situations where you're dealing with co-parenting or, you know, split homes and the child live with one parent and go visit another, mm-hmm. you know, and in most cases we all know that the child usually lives with their mama, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And there are a lot of people who have that experience, you know, and even kids who talk about it where they have a, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the right word for me to use? Uh, a biased or limited view of their dad sure. or uh-huh. incorrect view of their dad because they're hearing their mother's experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, with him and she's saying whatever she's saying and vice versa. You know, the kids go to their daddy's house and then their daddy's saying his experience about the mama. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And they start to create and develop views about their parent based off what the parent is saying. You know, so I think it's up to parents as well to create the proper view of each other. Know, yeah, of, yeah. Uh, the parent, you know, because just because our, you know, physical relationship or whatever relationship we had doesn't work out, that doesn't mean that that's the same relationship or experience that I have with the children. So just because we ain't work out don't mean I need to be disrupting or uh, distorting the view of the other person. So, you know, I could believe that she was probably saying stuff to him or sharing his experience. And, you know, we mama's boys at the heart of it. We going to ride with our mama. So if sure. our mama say our daddy wants it or he did this to hurt me, whatever, you going to lean on our mama, mama's side and be like, this is the type of man he was, et cetera. So I believe it's a, a lot of it going on, but the way that they, or I would say the son is going about it, you know, making it public, drawing attention to it and all that. If he really wanted to create a relationship, I think he should just come he to He could. No, his actions are corny. You know Let's just call it what it is. His actions are corny. So, he, even though so. even though there is a, a lens of, of hurt and obviously 
um, a, a sense of lostness. The behavior is corny because if he wanted a relationship, he could have it. You know what I'm saying? So to be feeding into it, it's a, it's clout chasing, and that's that's mad. You just want the attention. Mad corny. Yeah, you just want the mad corny. You want the attention. Yeah, it's lame. Lame. And you got to realize, too, you can't ride the coattails of your pops. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, at the end of the day, I was reading something. I think 50 sends his mom like uh, or sends him like almost seven stacks a month. Like you ain't doing nothing else. Like what what, what are we what are we missing here? You know what I'm saying? Like you're a grown man. Like you can't ride the coattails of your pops forever. Like that's just mad lame to me. But that's just me, my perspective. And maybe that's the I, we are, we're way over time, but maybe that's the. Maybe that's the curse of being extremely financially stable. Let me just put it that way, is that your children don't learn any like um, any type of hustle about them. You know what I'm saying? They just. Oh, for sure. No, he he never he never had to. He never had to. Right. Never had to. I think I think my man 50 said he said, uh, come be a millionaire, have a baby by me. Is that that what he said? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, no, no, I can't I can't subscribe to that behavior. But before we get out of here, I must tell I got a public service announcement for the fellas. Fellas, glizzy season is officially over. If I see you out here eating a glizzy and it is fall slash winter, we go square up. It ain't it ain't gonna be no Draymond Green square up. We getting it in because glizzy season is officially over. Case in point, I'm with colleagues today at a retreat and my boy Another senior executive literally ordered a glizzy for lunch. This man faced two glizzies for lunch <laughs> like it was nothing. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. It is it is mid-October, bro, and you up here eating fully loaded glizzies? Come on, man. No. Glizzy season is over. Hang it up until the weather breaks, fellas. No more glizzies for the – we hibernate for the winter, bro. <laughs> hibernate for the winter. <laughs> Hey, what's the moral of the story, T Dot? I have no idea. I, we, besides no don't glizzy. steal. Don't steal. Don't, don't be, steal. Don't be a don't be a five finger bandit. <laughs> <laughs> don't oh, steal. <laughs> build up your children. How about that one? Yeah. Build up your build children. Them up. Build up your children. Build them up. That's a good one, T Dot. Yeah. Build up your children. That's what it is. And on That's that nice. note. This has been the Manly D's Podcast. And until next time, we out. Yes, sir. Peace.